Welcome to Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Bienvenidos empacadores sin fronteras, dos papás dedicados al amor, la risa y los empacadores de Green Bay. Packers Without Borders, the greatest podcast on the planet. Two dads talking love, life, dedicated to the Green Bay Packers. Go Pack Go! Verde y amarillo hasta la muerte. Victory Monday. Victory Monday. It's been a long six weeks. It feels fantastic to be able to watch NFL Total Access and those bastards on Good Morning Football, a little 15-second highlight package. That's what they got for us Packers, the Packers haters. Let me tell you, I am so glad I was wrong. I am so glad that Christian Watson, did it click? Is this it? Is this the game? I think he's going to have more drops. I think, you know, Brian Baldinger did a breakdown of Devontae Adams and Devontae's first couple of years, and Devontae was dropping balls that were hitting him right in the chest, left, right, and center. Rodgers has got to keep feeding him. Two things, two things. One, Amari Rodgers' career catches, eight, career fumbles, seven. Amari can't be back there doing this putt return shit. It's Period. Nixon. Hey, oh, I'm Nixon is catching him over his head with one hand and turning up field like this guy knows. Give it to Nixon. Give it to these guys, right? Amari Rodgers can't be out there. Second thing, second thing. I think the Savage experiment is done. Agreed. I think that moving Savage down to slot, not a bad idea. Problem is, he, he, can't, he can't cover either. And now, here's, I know, I know so people are going to go years. away. It was Jair's fault. I, I, I understand the touchdown you're talking about. And I know Jair on that play, Savage had the over, Jair had the under. Jair lets him go because the guy stacks him up. Yep. Savage lets him go because Savage is clueless. Exactly. Like, you got to be kidding me. Barry, cover two umbrella. This has got to stop. I love that he got more aggressive in the third and fourth and quarter. And it worked. Durr. And imagine using the run game to set up your pass game. Did you see Dak threw the ball 47 times, 247 yards? Rodgers threw the ball 24 times. 18 out of 20, dude. 18 out of 20, 240 yards. Don't tell me you can't be effective with less passing, more running. And also all you A.J. Dillon uh, haters, okay? Guy was killing it. Guy was killing it. You finally give more than four carries in a game and – you know, how strange is it that we played Detroit, we're mostly in shotgun doing RPO. Then you got Shanahan, you got McVay coming out going, that's not the LaFleur offense. You got Rodgers going, well, you know, we're sticking to the book. And then we get into Dallas, and where is he? He's under center. We're seeing the jet motion sweeps. We're seeing the run, set up the uh, set up the pass. No dur. Let's go. This is the way. Under center, hand it off, give Dylan a lead blocker. He was killing guys. 
In the third and fourth quarter, he was smashing through those lines. Is it not pretty timely that that's when I remember I broke down RPO versus when we saw those comments from Shanahan and McVay, I think that was like a buddy kind of ribbing him to say, dude, what are you doing? Right? Like in a nice way, I think that was their way of calling out the floor because this looks like the offense we were expecting. And when I started digging into that, when I tweeted out the play action pass, the 60, 40 has to be under center. All of a sudden that shows up. So either, Matt LaFleur and Joe Barry and Aaron Rodgers listen to the pod, which I'm pretty sure they do. It's just they're they're very hard-headed or they listen to the pod because that's what happened. Now, my, my first point, so off of Christian Watson, what we're going to have to do is you're going to have to do the sign of the cross every time he catches the ball, okay? Because yeah. Christian, there you go. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It's just it's just the thing so, that I decided we're so, gonna. So, uh, did you know that Jimmy G is ten and two when he doesn't throw an inter- when he doesn't throw a touchdown? Ten and two, zero touchdowns thrown. Jimmy G. All, Jimmy G. All I'm saying, Aaron. All I'm saying. I don't. I have you on my fantasy. I need you throwing touchdowns, but I need you winning games more than I need you throwing touchdowns. Okay. How do you like? I got Christian Watson on my bench. I got Torre out there. Torre, zero catches, Christian Watson, 40 points. You know, in the Christian Watson thing, to kind of expand on that, other than every time we say his name, you have to do the sign of the cross. But he is not the back shoulder guy. He's not the technical guy. But all he needs to do is he needs to be the MVS, but for reals, right? Which is what he showed. I mean, he had four catches. It was third down and long touchdown. Third and two, touchdown. First down, or it was fourth, fourth and one. Yeah. And then third and whatever the hell it was, touchdown. So three of his four catches went for touchdowns. And long, beautiful touchdowns. His speed is really deceptive because he's so tall. Because, you know, I'm I'm watching him run some of the routes, and I'm like, yeah, he looks kind of quick. And then you watch him running these, these jet, like these sweep drags and things like that. After he has already caught two touchdowns and the Cowboys have two guys on him and one of their faster guys on him too. And, it, and it's almost like you're watching somebody on a bicycle cover somebody on a motorcycle. It didn't like, matter. Yeah, yeah, it was what I liked about it. There's, there's kind of two things that have kind of compounded from last week's loss, right, to this week. Um, and, and I think the biggest thing, not last week's, it was actually with the Bills because just Detroit, I just, whatever. But they did something really well in, in the Bills game, which was run the ball, right, quite a bit and established the game and saw that you can run with the big boys when you run the ball. You come to Dallas with the top DVOA defense, right, um, adjusted, whatever. Just They're a very good defense. But the yeah. biggest issue that they have is that they're extremely fast, but they're extremely small. So what do you do? You run at them. Same thing with the Bills. They are small and fast. So what they're trying to do is keep up with the game and it's starting to creep back into what you've talked about, where football just kind of rotates through through decades, through years, where all of a sudden stuff gets recycled. We're back where defenses are small. They're not getting a lot of, of bigger people. The linebackers are smaller and faster. Your defensive line is smaller and faster because they're trying to get to the quarterback and create pressure. How do you mitigate pressure? You either run at it or you make quick, quick screen game passes, which actually worked a little bit today more. Like he was more accurate with Aaron Jones and hitting him in stride. And God forbid that Aaron Jones has a little bit of space or AJ Dillon has a little bit of space. Cause Aaron Jones giving him can a, you imagine, can you imagine if Aaron Jones averaged 20 carries a game, what his numbers would be 
They would be astronomical. He would be looking at Eric Dickerson's record dead in the eye. 2020 was the last time that he ran more, had 24 rushes. This is the second most rushes that he's had in a game in his yeah. career. Um, he was, and he was, last he, was time. he was just killing them. Yeah. I mean, there were so many times they had him bottled up in the pocket and he spins around and takes it up. Aaron Rodgers throwing the block. There we go. That's vintage Favre. You remember Favre would do that for Amon Green? Favre would be running and chuck himself down like that. Here we go. Aaron's in. The rest of the team is in. I think I think this is a turnaround. I feel much better about the rest of the season. And you know what? If we can, even if we stick to it and we lose out, as long as we stick to this formula, I think we're going to be really successful. I think it's going to be tough for other teams to beat. Now, Barry needs to understand that um, I don't know why, and this is the Cowboys, it, it, it just it, – it, it happens every single time and Barry gets lucky. The Cowboys are up by 14 and, and they're still passing the ball. I, I don't get it. You're, you're killing us on the ground. You're killing us. Pollard killing us averaging like eight yards a carry. It was ridiculous. And he, two D linemen and Barry's not fixing anything. No, he's the special teams of last year coach that they're just going to hold on to too long. And yeah. it, it, it might be, the end of this season because of the defense, because at least they were placed in a position. I think the players stepped up and maybe it's the execution quote unquote that they're talking about because they're not being put in the right call defensively, but the players, I mean, Ford, you're not going to expect him to do have two interceptions in a game, or maybe you will, maybe he's this year's Razul. who knows, right? The, the biggest thing for me dude, was funny is I cannot watch another Packers game the rest of the season. Here's why. Ready? So I lost um, – I, I was here at the shop, right, on Sunday trying to get stuff done for today. So I put it on Sirius 6M, and I popped it on, and I had it on the speakers full blast, and we won. So I know. I know. I can't keep that up, dude. So I'm going to have you, to listen to the games. And I, I did watch overtime. I got home in time to just catch overtime, like the last maybe two minutes – of regulation and then leading into overtime, I did see, but I watched the game, or maybe we just need everybody in, in Packerland needs to pay for Carla to have a ticket to go to the games. Right, every every game, every game. You no, know, uh, I did. And I just did tomorrow as well. So we've got two people that went from our podcast that posted picks that we know were there. So yeah, we're gonna have to get. I you. Uh, I did something yesterday too. And uh, for years before, it had always worked. And uh, we usually get six to eight wins out of me doing this. And I was hesitant this year because of all the controversy. But I, I wore my five jersey yesterday. And it broke the curse. Now, I know. I know. I know. I know all the rumors. I know all the everything. And, you know, everybody's upset. And I get it. I, I'm uber upset. This is my idol. This is the this is the guy I, I grew up watching and he was the savior and as far as I con was concerned I mean he just turns water into wine but I want to see this thing I want to see this thing play out because now we're hearing about a lot of other things coming out yeah. and it's and it's it's like hang on before we take down his name out of the Hall of Fame ring and before we start and remember now Curly Lambeau was not a very nice guy Curly Lambeau did a lot of really bad stuff 
and a lot of really bad stuff. I mean, I don't even want to touch upon it, but but really bad stuff. Well, there's a reason why Reggie White did not show up until 1997, dude. So here is what I've got. So I've got one green Packer sock and yeah. one black Packer sock because if you paired it up, everything was fucked up. So I mixed them up. Right. So I'm not going to wash my socks. I'm going to listen to it on XM, dude. Like, that's what we got to do, man. I broke out. This is the hat. I'm wearing the hat that I wore when they won the Super Bowl last. I broke it out of the closet. I'm like, putting this on. We're going back to basics. 2010. Let's go. And unfortunately now, I am, or fortunately, I am now stuck wearing this. Listen, we've got a crap ton of Mailbag Monday. Let's get to Mailbag. Get to it. Mailbag. Not the one with hair, but with an envelope. <laughs> Mailbag Monday, sponsored by Manscaped. I love that song, man. Dude, who sings that, that song? That voice is like the voice of an angel. Is that is that Steve Perry from Journey? It has to be. It sounds I like think it. I think so. It's Jerry okay. Steve Perry. Okay. Let's uh, start from the top of the list. Amy from Kansas. Hello. Is she from Kansas? I think she's from Kansas. How do you feel about Jones and Dylan getting 37 touches a ga this game? Uh, we feel great, Amy, and we wish it was 40 between the two of them, but we feel fantastic that Jones and Dylan are getting 37 catches a game or touches in a yeah. game. Yeah. Hey, Amy, remember 35 touches up until this year, Matt LaFleur was undefeated when you gave your players 35 touches. The problem is yeah. it, the last two times, it wasn't just necessarily the run game with the 35 touches is the fact that special teams fucked up, the defense fucked up, but 35 touches is the magic number for this offense. Amy again, how pumped were y'all? See, that's Kansas City for Watson's breakout game. Extremely pumped. I hope this is the beginning and not the highlight. And here's what's great about using him in this capacity. Instead of using jet sweeps where he's going to get popped in the head by linebackers and people crashing down on him on sweeps and running the ball, he's going to be less likely to be injured, head injuries, any type of injuries, running and streaking down the sideline trying to catch a ball. That's really you know, there's some protection components to it. That's the way that I thought of it. Stop using him in jet sweeps and motion. Stop. Don't give it to Amari Rogers. You know what? Put Kayshawn Nixon back there and use him on the offense. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Every now and then I was like, he's looking like Ryan Grant running out there, especially wearing that number 25. Okay, a Amy also says, why does Amy say dumb things on Twitter? Amy, it's because you're from Kansas City. I'm sorry. That's the way it is. Oliver, and your dad, hold on. And, and, and her dad, which is me, her Twitter dad right here. Sits, I, I've taught you well. There you go. Oliver Klozoff says, who makes the bigger impact for the rest of the season, Lazar or Watson? Uh, well, you got to go right to Watson. You got to go right to Watson, the bigger impact. I mean, Lazar is old reliable, but let's face it. Lazar is not a number one wide receiver. Yeah. Lazar is a great number two, a great number three. And remember, uh, Randall Cobb comes back for the next game. So this is going to look a lot, a it's lot gonna look different. It's going to look beautiful. It's going to be your, 
you can now not just man up on the two guys that are third string wide receivers, right? Because we're going to start having old reliable and Randall Cobb and old reliable and Lazard for Aaron, you know, for Aaron Rodgers to at least have a semblance of trust. And now with what he did with Christian Watson, um, now you've got he feels comfortable enough to let it loose, right? As well, which is really important in the psyche of Aaron Rodgers and the way he is, dude. He irritates the shit out of me, dude. Because as soon as we write him off, like this was finally that everybody, including Packer fans and everybody saying, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers, go away. And he's like, really? Here's the chip, right? Like, he's like, I'm going to prove all of you. He does it time and time again. But why did it take 90% of people telling him to fuck off before he started kind of actually showing right. for a game? Yeah. Right. Anyway. Yep. Right. Uh, also from Oliver close off. Do we make the playoffs this season? Yeah, that's what I want to say. Yeah, we need a few other teams to lose a bunch. Right now, the Vikings and Eagles are starting to really pull away. I mean, the Vikings are starting to get into the meat of their schedule, and same with the Eagles. I 50-50 right now. 50-50 for me. We have to we basically have to win out. That's what we have to do. We basically have to win out. We can afford to lose one. And then after that, if we lose two, I don't think we're in. Nope. So we did here, here is the benefit. And it's also kind of what you talked about, about going undefeated, right? How it compounds in terms of getting more difficult. We were at 5% last year or last week of, of making the playoffs with this win. We're now at 13%. Another win puts us at 26%. Another win puts us like, it's literally it's 10% a week for the next nine weeks is basically what it boils down to. So we might be, if we lose another game or two, we'll be at like a 70% chance, 80% chance of trying of getting into the playoffs. But that's where we're going to have to sit back and watch somebody lose or somebody tie or somebody tie and lose like yeah. scenarios that we haven't been in in a long time. So just kind of look at about eight or 9% chance every week moving forward. So every win just in your head, click, okay, boop, that's at 13. We'll be at 21, 23% and work your way up. And we really want to get closer to that 90% where we don't have to work. So we have to win. Basically we can't lose all, but maybe one more game the rest of the way to really make the playoffs. That's the reality. Yeah. Of it. yeah. Uh, Colton Moore does beating Dallas feel better than beating Chicago or is it just me? Yes. No, it's, it's not just you. It feels great beating Dallas. It feels great beating both of them. I love beating Chicago. I, I love beating Minnesota more than anyone. You know, we talked, I think rivalry wise, it's definitely the Vikings because the Bears, dude, like whatever, you still fucking suck. I mean, your guy passed this for 40 yards and and it's breaking rushing records. Congratulations. He'll be out of the league in three years. And number two, he's not the next coming of Jesus because he's fucking running for his life. Whatever. How'd that go against the Lions? How'd that go against the Lions? Everybody was talking about how they were going to grab the NFC North and it looks like the Lions uh, said no, no more. Yep. No mas. No mas. <laughs> the reason, and we talked about this on Saturday, like who do we want to beat? For me, after this victory, I realized it is Cowboys because I'm in Cowboy country. And all of these fucking chirpy fans leading up to the game and everybody calling me, let's watch it together. I was like, I can't, which it's not that I'm hiding. It's just I'm opening a fucking business. I'm not going to sit there. And now all I did is on all the chats with all the memes and all the bullshit they sent all fucking week long about how they're going to destroy me. All I did is just write... Four little letters. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I used, because I was getting trash talked by one guy, I used that, the rock, the the the, the meme where he says, yep. shut up, bitch. 
Yep. Okay. That's all Bob, you need. Bob Jensen. Bob Jensen. Bob Jensen. How do you feel about the Titans game now? Feel a little better. Feel a little better. Still very nervous. Still very worried. Is this just the one game or is this the beginning of a streak we're about to find out, right? Offense looked a hell of a lot better. Defense, lots and lots of issues. I mean, 17 plays, 87 yards, and we just couldn't. They walked us down the field and Barry didn't change a dang thing. I do not know why. You know, and then and then Javon, and there's LaFleur out there yelling at Reed because Reed jumped offside on one play. And it's like Reed's out there getting triple teamed, LaFleur. Yell at Barry because he's using two D linemen. Hello, they're running the ball. McFly, hello, hello. That's, that's my one concern with this next game is you know the Titans are not going to get away from the run because that's all they do. Yeah. Well, so that's it. We're going to see it. a triple dose of Derrick Henry. That's it. Okay. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. 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 Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Bruce and Matt. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Matt and Bruce. Bruce and Matt. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. Packers without borders. You are listening to my dad and his friend Bruce on Packers without borders. Thank you for listening to Packers without borders. You can find us on iTunes. Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, and anywhere else you get your favorite podcasts. Also, you can find our merch on PackersWithoutBorders.MyShopify.com and TeePublic if you want cups, mugs, and those types of things. You can also visit us on Patreon.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders and give us some money. And AudibleTrial.com front slash PackersWithoutBorders. Give them a click. Check them out. Try that 30-day free trial with them and enjoy your books. Peace and go Pack Go. We're all richer for having seen them tonight. My name is My name is My name is Peebles JJ Leahy Colton Moore Ella Yodai Doran Storter Alex Brown TJ Wills Coach Hawn Andrew Fox Kelly Bruner Matt Eric Kristen Chris Reed Amy Chris McLeod Eric Younger Fails of Hay Carla Jeb Jeremy Rex Aaron Ellis Josh Randy McGray Kimmy Fader Kirby The Frog here Nick Stevenson Luke Song The Macho Man Randy Savage Mickey Mouse Matt Ramage Kelly Matt Stevenson Matt Kuhneman Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Packers Without Borders with Bruce and Matt. Brent. First off, I want to say, hey, Brent. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate the hockey cards that you sent my kid. You have no idea. He was he was sorting and putting them together for hours. He's still, now he's got, well, for, hopefully he doesn't hear this, but for Christmas, we got him a whole bunch more of the books and it's got like the sleeves that you put the, the cards into, right? Yeah, the binders, right? So we got him a whole bunch of those because we're getting an onslaught of these. I mean, uh, the original Burnsy sent a handful of really great cards from my son. And now Brent, you know, he, uh, I mean, you have to, I, I, I'm going to take a second here, okay? I, my son has autism, okay? It, it's high functioning autism. And uh, it, when, when you get the diagnosis, it, it cracks the planet as a parent. It, it completely changes everything. 
And for me, I'm always very worried about the way people will immediately talk with him and immediately interact with him. Because when you hear that autism stigma, people start to talk down or they, they don't treat him like everyone else. And you need to treat him like everyone else, because really, if you're not paying attention, he's like everyone else. He's exactly like everyone else, except he's got a few little quirks, right? But I, I love every single one of them. So this outpouring of love and the gifts to my son, I mean, you guys have got me all teary-eyed. Like I can't, I'm I'm beyond proud and happy. And I appreciate you guys. You have you have no idea. You have no idea how much I love you guys. Brent, two-parter for mailbag Monday. Number one, the Packers look so much better with forward at safety and savage in the slot with the coaching staff being so hard-headed about change do you think they have made the change if stokes doesn't get hurt do you think they would have made the change getting hurt thinning the secondary okay that's a good question because i don't think so i i think the problem is is they're really trying to give savage the opportunity he's a first round pick and you don't want to give up on him moving him to slot I mean, it was my idea, <laughs> right? I said, move him out to slot and uh, maybe move Douglas back there. Um, Ford at safety. This is what happens when you've got a guy who's trying to get on a team and trying to get that started. He is jumping those balls, just like Douglas last year. He is balling out. You need to leave Ford back there. His urgency in, the, in attacking the run game is second to none. This guy, he's a baller. I think uh, it, the Savage experiment is over. Do I think they would have made the change if Stokes doesn't get hurt? I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, the Ford injection of life into this, I think it kind of just molded. You saw, well, you saw, I heard, like when he had those interceptions, the the radio call, and it was the Packers radio call, obviously, because I'm not going to listen to fucking garbage on the other side of it. Yeah. People who understand the team, like Kuhn, you know, like Kuhn is on the broadcast, he's on the sideline explaining what he's seeing and talking about it. The reaction from the back end from Jaw and Stokes and all these guys, even though they weren't playing, when Ford was making those plays, you could see there was a little bit of pushing, a little bit of shoving. Everybody was standing up on the sideline for the first time. There was emotion. Like that's something they kept talking about, how the vibe of the team during the game, even when they were down 14, like Kuhn said, he said, they're down 14, but they're fired up. Like they're, they're going to come back. Like he said, I don't know if they're going to make it all the way back, but this isn't the last you've seen of them. And then they come back, dude. And holy shit, dude, like fourth and two fucking touchdown, dude. And hearing the call and you, uh, the color commentators, Oh my God, he's streaking. He's got a step. He's got two, he's got three steps. Go, go. And he's like, that's a touchdown. And as soon as the ball is up in the air, he's like, there it goes. There it goes. He saw it. He saw it. And it's like, he's just talking you through it. It was so amazing to hear that part of it. And the sideline, you see people running down the sideline with him, following him. That's something that was completely missing, right? That energy that we were hoping they were going to have. Question for you, because I didn't see it. The okay. yelling of Rogers to Matt LaFleur, explain that. What happened? Oh, it looked like Rogers was yelling that they should have uh... – they should have either gone RPO or run it on that play. He didn't like that play call. And then when they asked Rogers about it, he said, oh, there's probably a bunch of plays that I was arguing about, right? So 
I think Rodgers had an opportunity and he saw something there and Lafleur called in a play or the offensive or whoever it was wanted him to do something else. And he was pissed about that. He was pissed. He thought he could have ended it right then and there. And you know how it goes in overtime. If you're a Packers fan, us in overtime, it, you know, other than a couple of, for instances, it generally doesn't, you know, work out for us. The second part for uh, Brent's question, did uh, Abram make it on the field for any plays? I didn't notice. I, I thought I saw him dressed and I thought I saw him come off the field on a kickoff. That's what I thought I saw. I might've been wrong. I might've been wrong. I might might be wrong. Hey, I was wrong uh, three times in that game. I was wrong with the score. I was wrong with the lineup and I was wrong about uh, Torrey didn't get a bloody look the whole game. I I don't understand. Maybe he's slightly hurt or something. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't know, but uh, that is that. That's the last question for Mailbag Monday. That's the last question for Mailbag Monday. Thanks to everybody who sent us your questions for Mailbag Monday. Don't forget, you can find us at uh, Packers Without Borders at Outlook.com. You can find us at uh, Twitter at Borders Packers and uh, Facebook and Instagram too. Uh, have you got the? Uh, that was brought to. Uh, oh man. I'm just tongue twisted. This. You got I'm this. I'm tongue buddy. twisted. We're I'm just tongue- excited. We're we're all just congratulated because we actually fucking won. I'll, I'll, we I'll, won. I already know. We won. I got you, buddy. I was looking. The at manscaped. It. We've yeah. got to say. Okay, where is it? Where is it? Uh, we actually won today, so we can actually read the winning one as opposed to that Super Bowl team. No, we're not a Super Bowl team yet. So we need to find the other read that we've got. Um, yeah, brought to you by Manscaped. If there's anything that you guys need for the rest of the month, you just get in there, use coupon code DOSPAPAS, and you get free shipping and 20% off. Here we go. Football is back, baby. We're back to seeing Rogers sling beautiful balls all over the field, and your friends at Manscaped are here to help you sling your beautiful balls all season long. Call this number and someone will come and help you. No. With Manscaped state-of-the-art tech, we will have your weapon looking more like loaded than the NF- AFC West. Wow, that's pretty good. Wow, that's pretty uh, good. Football might be rough, but your ball care doesn't have to be with Manscaped. Join the 6 million men or 12.3 million balls worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code DOSPAPAS, D-O-S-P-A-P-A-S. This has got to be a Super Bowl winning roster, but don't take my word for it and go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with DOSPAPAS. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com when you use DOSPAPAS. Manscaped, turning your player into an MVP. Dude, every time we go through, we can't make it through the entire read without going into that because I think it's the it's the the newspaper instructions yeah. that they give you. Right. All right, right. So I'm going to add a little bit of a twist here, and it's a little bit of a surprise for you, but it's going to be okay. for Manscaped Monday. Are you ready? Okay, let's do All it. All right, I've got a couple questions for you, or you let's see if you can guess because okay. I was going to get a tattoo across my testicles. Okay, but I thought it was going to be too sac religious. Okay, so that's the end of our podcast. Okay, what did, <laughs> what did? Hold on, I'm almost there. 
Ready? What did okay. the right testicle say to the left testicle? Oh my God, a talking testicle. Look, look at this guy in the middle trying to get all hard. <laughs> right? That's like that joke where they say, uh, you know, your poor penis, your girlfriend's a twat, your neighbor is an asshole, and your two best friends are nuts. <laughs> so we'll finish off with that. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring the pod. Really appreciate you guys. We're going to reach out to Sam to see when we're going to be getting um, those products so we can start promoting those. We really need uh, reviews. We're going to do something along with reviews. Get on iTunes, get on Spotify, click that little button and leave us a review five star ratings would be appreciated if not we get it we can take the we can take i can it. take the criticism yeah. just make sure that you write down your home address yeah just put five stars and then and where dash. where where you'll be roughly around 4 30 <laughs> <And that's it. laughs> yeah that will help us quite a bit as we're working through our uh thank you colton uh, for reaching out to those different guys. We've got an email I'm putting together on our numbers to reach out to them to see if they uh, they want to they want two dirty old dads to... Uh, well, we're not dirty old dads, I guess, right? Oh, we're all shaved and clean now from Manscaped using coupon code DOSPAPA. That's right. <laughs> and we smell pretty, too, because of the ball deodorant. I, I, love, I, I love it. I think it's the greatest thing ever invented for mankind. I really do. I, I can't get enough of it. And, you know, and the smell is like, it's not, okay, it's not like Old Spice or Aqua Velva, but it's kind of like that, you know, that older smell of what a man, you know what I mean? Like when, when you yeah. were a kid and your grandpa would come over and he'd be wearing like that old musk, like English leather or yeah. you know, oh, fruit. fruit. Or, yeah, yeah, right? It doesn't smell like those. It's got its own The smell white bottle of Old Spice with the metal cap on top of right? it. Right? Oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, what most people would do is they would, like, dab some on their, on their, you know, on each side of your neck, and then they take a little swig right after. Right? Well, of course. It's like 90% right alcohol. alcohol. Good I word. used to have a – and, and kids do this all the time. And uh, let me give you a, a word of advice, okay? You don't need to bathe yourself in cologne. If somebody can smell you from two feet away, that's not, that's not going to get you the ladies. This is what you do. A little bit behind the ears, a little bit on the wrists, right? Almost like a woman, right? And a dab on the asshole. Just to, just, just that way if you fart. No. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not on there. Don't no, put it anywhere don't near. Do don't. It's like fire in the hole. I, but it, just a little bit. Because that way, when you're talking with a woman, okay, or another man, or whoever it is that you're trying to attract, you know, a, a, a giraffe. A, People know we're all inclusive. Into, yep. Right? Whatever you're into, it, it doesn't, I'm, I'm not the one to tell you who to love. You are. But whoever you're talking to, when they get close, then they smell you. And that's what you want, is them to get close and like that smell. Yeah, because the closer they get, the further your tongue can go down there. No, okay. No, so, Lord, what you what you want? You want that to be with you and not still in the air twenty minutes when later. You leave. Or I, when you walk in, we had a kid that worked for us, and he wouldn't shower. He would just bathe in cologne, and his seat in the truck it was literally stained with cologne. We had to get it shampooed. Just to get the stain and out. Strap him, and strap him to the hood like a deer. As oh, you're my driving. God. 
<laughs> oh, it was terrible. We'd always be like, roll down the window. Roll that seriously. <laughs> like when you're landscaping, when you're doing heavy labor, manual labor, I, I wake up in the morning, I have my two, three minute shower, just a little soap on the face, brush the teeth, maybe pit, you know, the PTA pits, tits and ass, right? Yeah. Like you just kind of yeah. fucking get in there real quick, right? Because I usually shower before I go to bed. Yeah. But in the morning, I mean, two, two, three minutes real quick, just in, out, kind of wake up. And I don't put deodorant on. Why? Because four minutes into working, I'm sweating like a pig. Yep. And within an hour, I stink deodorant on, deodorant off, doesn't matter. Within an hour, I'm just terrible. So I don't bother putting it on. And yeah, we all stink. We all smell. Guess what? We smell like B.O. But you can go home, shower, shower. clean up. Maybe, you know, little ball deodorant on the, uh, on yeah, the dude. boys. Dude, you the know? last time I, uh, sweat, cause I sweat, but I don't stink, you know, like, I, like, I, like, I don't know. I'm yeah. Usually, like, so your nose now, now, no, <laughs> no, these last 42 days I have smelled like fucking onions. Oh, and, oh, and it's like, yeah. holy welcome God. to owning your own business. Mm-hmm. Welcome to owning your own business. I was business. like, usually I could lift my arm and nobody. Now I lift my arm. Are you, whoops. <laughs> are, are you eating properly or is it a lot of takeout lately? No, not necessarily takeout. We, but I'm having one meal a day is basically yeah. like a time for. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not, yeah. I lost. And for me to lose, I lost eight pounds in the last 42 days. So I, yeah, people are like, you look skinny and sick. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've, I've, since you were here in July, I'm down 31 pounds since September 1st, I'm down 22. There you go, man. Because I don't have time to eat. I don't have time to do anything other than just run, 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 run. And then by the time I get home, I'm so tired. I can't eat. So I force myself to have something because you got to eat something. Yep. Right. So you're not eating full meals or you're not having three meals. You're having maybe one or one and a half meals in a day. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm going to figure out because midday when the girls are in school and my wife can kind of man the business a little bit, right around maybe 1231, once the morning rush stops and people it's just kind of settled in sitting working here, I think that's when I'm going to go home, prepare some food or get some food ready. I'll go to the gym, you know, for like 30 minutes or 45 minutes, get a little bit of workout and shower, come back, and then I can stay here until 730 and close, you know, so she can go. Yeah, you need to. I need to give myself some time during the day or I'm going to go fucking crazy, dude. You know, I get this all the time. You know, the other day I did a 20 hour shift and people go, how the hell can you do a 20 hour shift? Uh, I'll give you the secret. After about four or five hours, I get out, I walk around. Yeah. I walk around up and down the street a little bit. I'll park two parking lots over from the coffee place and yep. I'll walk over to the coffee place. I'll get a coffee and, and then I'll slowly walk back. You, you got to do something. You got to force yourself to stop for a while. You just have to. Yeah. Listen, it's an hour. That's it. That's like, it. We won dude. So we won victory Monday always feels better. Uh, if you have any questions for us for Mailbag Monday, don't forget you can find us at Packers with Borders at Outlook.com. Find us on Twitter at Borders Packers. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Packers Without Borders. And don't forget about Packers Without Borders merch. This is it. The clock is ticking. We ain't making this up, folks. There's going to be no more. No. I'm not going to have time to go pick them up, bring them back, ship them to you. So we're going to take a little break from that, and then we're going to start all over again with the new set of T-shirts for y'all. And we'll make sure to include these rookies that have been stepping up as well. So um, that's it, man. Mailbag Monday. Beauty. Peace. Go Pack Go. 
This has been Packers Without Borders. Try and be kind to one another. Try and love each other. And go Pack Go. Esto ha sido Empacadores Sin Fronteras. No se les olvide cuidarnos unos a los otros. Hasta luego. about the best you're talking about the macho king